This is our third session in which we are giving one session to the necessity of loving Christ or God in Christ, the nature of loving God in Christ. We've done those two, and now in this session we focus on the gift of loving God in Christ, and then next time, the ground. So, is it an obligation? Is it a duty? Is it necessary in order for us to enter into God's final heaven, the new age, new heavens and the new earth? Yes, it is. What's the nature of it? We'll review that just briefly. And now, is it decisively a gift or something we work up? Father, I pray that you would cause us to see in what sense our loving you is a gift from you. And we would know how to receive it and act on it. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Review about the nature of love toward God or Jesus. Matthew 10, 37. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. So you can see that that love here, love for Jesus, is, is not um, obedience at its essence because you don't do that towards your son or your daughter. This is the kind of love that you have for your little child, the person coming forth from your own womb if you're a mom or on your seed if you're a husband the son of your right hand, the daughter of your heart. You delight in them. You treasure them. They are precious to you. That's the nature of the love of Christ and of God in Christ that we're to have. Now, where does it come from? Let's start with Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 6, which is an all-important promise about what will happen to God's people who have failed to love him over and over the Lord your God will someday circumcise your heart, a metaphor for some miraculous work in which he's going to cut away the old dead heart and give you a heart that's soft and tender and real towards, towards him so that you love him. Circumcise your heart and the heart of your offspring so that you love the Lord your God. So he's going to work with all your heart, with all your soul, that you may live. So a miracle has to happen called circumcision of the heart, that God is going to work in his people someday. Now when and how and what is that? It's promised again in the new covenant promises of Ezekiel and, and Jeremiah, Here's one from Ezekiel 36, 26. I will give you, this is someday, we know that it happens through Jesus Christ, according to the Gospel of Luke, where Jesus lifts up the blood of the covenant in the cup and says, this is the new covenant in my blood, so he's going to work this miracle by dying for us. 
I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove from you the heart of stone that can't love God from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh that's tender and soft and teachable and loving, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, including you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and be careful to obey my rules. So a new heart is needed and a new spirit needs to be put within us, and God is going to do that in the new covenant. How does he do it? He does it through the new birth. We saw this text last time. Let's read it again. This is the love of God. That's what we're trying to understand. Is it a gift? Where does it come from? This is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. So commandment keeping that is not burdensome. It is our delight, not our burdened down, pressured, legalistic duty. It's what we do out of a heart that delights in God, is satisfied in God. His burden is light. His yoke is, his yoke is easy. For everyone who has been born of God, that's where this burden-free miracle comes from. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. So when we're born of God, the worldly powers that are keeping our hearts from delighting in God and his will are broken. They're overcome. This is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. And this faith comes from being born of God. So the the key to the origin of the love of God being able to keep his commandments without feeling burdened down because we have an affection for him like we do for our own little children. He's that precious to us, only way more. That comes from being miraculously born of God. So here it is in 1 Peter. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to his great mercy, He's caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So that's 1 Peter 1, 3, that by a great mercy, God causes a great miracle of new birth, providing us with new hope. And here's what it looks like in verse 8, 1 Peter 1, 8. Though you have not seen him, You love him because you've been born again, miraculously, given a new heart. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice, rejoice with joy that is inexpressible, filled with glory. So joy in him, love for him, owing to the new birth of one, three. Here's the sequence of thought again. This is chapter one, verse 23. You have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and abiding word of God. So you hear the gospel and the Holy Spirit, this imperishable seed is implanted in you And the effect is a new birth 
by the Word of God that tastes Christ, tastes God in a new way, delights in Him, loves Him, treasures Him. And you can see that just a few verses later where it says in chapter 2, verses 2 and 3, like newborn infants. That's a reference back to 123, where we are born again. Like newborn infants, now that you've been born again, desire, long for the pure spiritual milk. That's the word of God by which we were born again. That by it you may grow up into salvation. Then he says, if indeed this miracle has happened to you through the new birth, namely, if you have tasted that the Lord is good. This is the love of the Lord. Loving the Lord. Tasting that he's good. Treasuring his goodness as more satisfying than anything in the world. And so my answer is yes. Loving God is a gift, a gift from God. To be sure, it is a necessity. We must do it. It's a, a, a duty, obligation. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. A duty, an obligation, and it is by its nature a change of the heart so that we delight in him, treasure him, value him, see him and feel him as precious and more dear than mother or father or son or daughter. And the origin of it is decisively that loving God is a gift from God by the Spirit, mediated through the Word of God in the new birth, which gives us a new heart that treasures Jesus above everything.